That was Providence by Poor Man's Poison. You should definitely check them out. They're an awesome band. We are Annie and Mr. A. This is Sexcapades with Annie and Mr. A. We are a monogamous, heterosexual couple living in the Midwest. We are not sex professionals, but we do enjoy an active and adventurous sex life, and we want to share our sex positivity with you. Welcome to Sexcapades with... Annie and Mr. A. I am Mr. A. And I am Annie. Uh, for episode four, or excuse me, three. Wait, is this four? Well, when was the intro? So this is episode four, but it's our third on anal sex. That's right. Um, in case you weren't bored already, <laughs> um, we are getting kinkier. We um, are. So this episode is about doing some of the, like, Kind of kinky shit that we did. I done. guess, yeah. <laughs> we, we we did some, just like, this is how we started with anal and did some myth dispelling. But yeah, we, we've we been having anal sex for a while. Nine years? Nine years. Almost nine years, yeah. yeah. So we this isn't our first rodeo with it. And we have continued, I think, for anybody to keep your sex life going and, and keeping it interesting, um, you need to keep exploring what turns you on? And and so we have been great at doing that. Mr. A has been a great leader in making sure that we do that. Um, so as, you know, we started with like, let's try anal sex or, you know, he was really hoping that would take. And when that took, it's like, oh, and let's add this layer, maybe even this layer. And honestly, I will say from a female perspective, most of these things that we're going to talk about today, when he would say, hey, would you consider this? I'm like, fuck you. That's no. What, what, what do you think about me? Of course I would not consider that. And then he would maybe a week or two later be like, so anyway, back to this. And, uh, and, and so slowly, most of the time he wins me over. But uh, it's – these are most of the time it's Mr. A's ideas that I have to warm up to, but that doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy doing them, I guess. So, I mean, I really sort of appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I am persistent. I've, I've said that before. It's true. Um, and, and I tend to think that um, I am, pretty good at knowing where Annie will be aroused, uh, whether she is all on board at first or not. Um, I, I feel like I have a pretty good sense. Um, some of it is just strictly my kink, but, um, a lot of it, a lot of what we've done is, Hey, uh, I know you, I know the sexual things that we have talked about, have fantasized about, have discussed with each other. And I think you might be um, open to at first and ideally aroused by these things. And and in in a large part, I think I've been successful. Not not always, but... I try to touch on that in some of the erotica writing that I do uh, where I try and bring in the, the dom sub role that we that we have played um at different times and uh and i think it's 
it's a real fine line is the right word, but there are a lot of times where I'm not the one that has the idea and I have kind of even fought or argued with you at first about the idea. But in the act of doing it, even when you know that I'm like the reluctant participant, so to speak, um, when you touch me and see how wet I am and how quickly I orgasm, you I'm responding to what we are doing in, in a very hot way. It's just, um, it, it takes me longer to, I guess, I, you know, a lot of these are obviously they're your ideas. And so I've never thought of them before. Um, and I think that, that while I'm obviously very open to doing some things with kink, it's not my first go to my brain as to, I don't know what that looks like. So my first response is like, what are you fucking talking about? Why would I do that? Because I've never even seen it. And again, you've your porn experience is way more vast than mine. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, so that's usually that's usually how some of these things have have started. And um, <laughs> no, I think it's I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to take that as a backhanded compliment about how your body responds before mm-hmm. your conscious mind does. Yeah. And I really think that that's, um, you know, as someone who takes my responsibility as a sexual dom seriously. Uh, Which those will be future podcasts. Those will be future podcasts. <laughs> but, 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 but what that involves is you have to consider your partner's needs what they want uh even if they haven't expressed it yet if you know them well enough you can uh extrapolate what you where you think they might go and what they might enjoy uh and because we're we are dom subs only in in the sexual context we we are we are partners in every um sense of the word elsewhere um that is, uh, is an area that is challenging because Annie is um, a, a professional. Um, she's a strong professional uh, woman with uh, her own ideas and uh, her own perspective on things. And so she's not accustomed to uh, getting into a space where she's not in charge. Very true. I'm, so I'm used to being in charge. She's used to being in charge. And so yeah. when, when, when that role is different, um, that is an area that can be difficult to navigate. And it's why she's so bratty. <laughs> that, that's safe for our, our Dom, our Dom sub talk. Okay. But yeah, so we're going to talk to you guys about anal kink. All right. And so, what we've done, what we've tried. Yeah. So some of it is, is essential, uh, and we'll do a whole role play episode differently. But um, uh, what what we have done in a certain context is um, f- I hesitate to say physician, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely um, doctor patient yeah. uh, role play, and as it relates to anal sex specifically. Uh, that is one of the areas where we really um, get sort of down and dirty. And 
No, not literally. Ideally, oh well, I guess sort of. Uh, like, because the first thing we're talking about is enemas. Right. Like one of the first things is uh, a lot we, of our physician foreplay deals with the anal opening, even yeah. with a thermometer. I mean, yeah. yes, things start there. Things start with there. that. Um, yeah, I anticipate that we would have future podcasts that just kind of talk about role playing and. And uh, my future erotica, I haven't written that yet with the role-playing episodes, but um, but we have had, we have experimented with a lot of different role-plays. And the doctor-patient one is one, and I, and I think that's that's been one that I've brought to the table with some of the stuff I've written to you personally, erotica-wise, and then... Um, is I think that's where it started, honestly, where you, because at times, but before I started publishing any erotica, uh, Miss Dre would ask me to just write stuff. Because she's, she's and, a great writer <laughs> and it's fucking hot. So, I mean. And so that's, that has, that as a fantasy. And um, I didn't even know there was like porn set up for that. There's porn for everything, honestly. Um, again, as somebody that had, did not like have experience with that, but in any case, um, there there definitely was an ongoing kind of like fantasy in my head, and so Mister A took that and kind of orchestrated um, a scenario uh, and that we played out several times um, with it. And some some things worked, and 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 and, and some things just run their course. I mean, it's not like you're just going to keep playing doctor patient all of the time, right. but it. But some of the things are hot, and uh, so yeah, so so we start on a very basic level and, and I'm going to try and keep this to the anal area because we're talking about right. anal sex has how an, an anal play anal play specifically. Um, but one of the first things, I mean, that, that in the first uh, play that we did is that you did incorporate the thermometer. And I think there's something it's so, I don't know if the word is like basic or primal, but one is that to for somebody to deliver you an enema or to take your temperature rectally to do any of these things, uh, have, there's such a layer there of intimacy when you're doing it in a, in a sexual way with a with a partner, because all of those things. A rectal thermometer is something that I don't know, like if if you're a, a child and have to have your temperature taken, it's a very um, humiliating experience. You definitely don't want your mom or dad to be doing that. And it's uncomfortable and wiggly and um, all of those things. And so it's a, something that you associate with as um, like, no, I don't want that experience. So when you put it into your sexual play as an adult, um, there is a high level of uh, intimacy that comes with that. And so even though like the tip of that anal thermometer is so much smaller, obviously, <laughs> than any of the anal play that we've had, right? Yeah, it's so tiny. It's still, there's this, um, you, you are subjecting yourself to the exposure. You're on your stomach on this exam table or we, you, you know, something else, but something different than our bed. And you're um, you're on the table naked and and uh, and not particularly feeling sexy at that time. And so and when when you like adopt those roles, 
uh, and then your physician in, in quotes is, you know, sticking this thing in your ass to take your temperature and wearing, uh, the gloves you like put on the, the latex gloves and everything's like seems sterile and whatnot. It definitely sets the mood. And it's so, like, that's like a very basic thing we started with. And she says it's basic, but, and it is of sorts, but it is really foundational to, uh, the role play that we do, which I mentioned in the, in the initial, uh, podcast is power play. And, um, there's, there's power play and there's a little bit of humiliation or embarrassment play that, that is involved particularly in a doctor patient scenario yet, you know, this doctor who's in a position of power, uh, you got a, a very exposed patient, uh, figuratively and literally. And th- those are the things that are, um, they, they, they are the building blocks of like how we did the rest of our anal play coming out of that. Right. So you start with, um, you know, with, with, with a, a thermometer, which is, it's Tiny. nothing. I mean, we, we, right. we, we already done two anal podcasts about, uh, it's the psychology. Yeah. It's the psychology of it. And you get there and then you get past that to exposure, which is, um, you know, I, I had her just expose her a whole asshole to me, yeah. um, which was really hot. And then, you go on from there and I, I have now three anal speculums uh, because the first two were not awesome. <laughs> they were uncomfortable or pinching as they right. came in. Well, I was gonna, yeah. The, 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 the speculum is not, was not my favorite tool. So the, the problem with the anal speculum is the design and um, well, one, you, <laughs> what we learned in this experience is that you need to get a speculum that is designed to be used in the anus rather than the vagina, because, um, you know, a standard vaginal speculum is basically two halves that spread and then collapse on one another. And when that happened, in a more confined area, those two halves ended up pinching some of the flesh, which is obviously not great. And very startling. Um, and <laughs> sent the opposite of foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sent both of us into a panic uh, because I wasn't expecting that. She wasn't expecting that. And all of a sudden, you've gone from some really fun, you know, exposure to ouch, ouch. Uh, get this out of me, and I'm going. Oh no, what happened? So, um, and and with the second one, that was really not about her discomfort exactly, because it was built for that. But it was um, the design was different in that it had um, tongs that went in, but then it was really tightly wound, like a I don't know got pliers or something, but they, they're like the opposite of pliers. Back in the day, there were these uh, handshake, like 
they weren't weights, but you'd like squeeze them. And it was, it, there was a lot of resistance and it was designed to give you a firm handshake. And it felt like that because it was really hard to squeeze the handles to, to make the, the, the spread. And then you had to like finesse this tiny little knob to hold it open. It was really um, impractical. Um, and so that was a that was a non-starter. So we now have a third anal speculum, which we have not yet tried, that is um, constructed differently, that has uh, tongs that are not capable of, of pinching because they don't touch each other and uh, also don't feel like I'm trying to work out my grip strength while I'm trying to uh, to use them. So he's really hopeful. <laughs> I'm, I'm more skeptical. <laughs> dare to dream, my friends dare to dream. I definitely will be nervous when we use them the next time. Um, but all in all, it, you know, in the context of what we're doing, I find that to be a highly erotic, um, anal tool because it plays into literally how open can you be how much can you expose and there's something very intimate and very you know in some contexts you'd be embarrassing or humiliating that is a real turn on um for me to put Annie in that position and 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 sort of require that level of um like you can literally see inside me. Like that's how exposed I am. And it's pretty hot when, when you're not pinching her. <laughs> right. And that's the situation. It's not something that we're just like playing with all of the time. I mean, these are occasions where we're doing a lot of uh, role play and, and uh, Dom sub stuff that uh, is, is definitely set aside for like a special day. So it's not, it's not the daily. I don't know why not. <laughs> Who who doesn't want to do that every day? I can't imagine. Um, so so that's the uh, that's our segment on uh, anal specific role play with um, medical play. Medical play. Um, we have also done. I hesitate to call this a champagne enema because it really isn't exactly. Uh, I've seen champagne enemas that are really more like enemas uh you know a bottle goes in that's full of champagne and there's a very vigorous spray that comes out and that's not what we have done uh and i think it would be really uncomfortable for annie um without a lot more practice because it's not often that we have liquids injected there I also don't want a whole bottle of champagne poured on my ass. I mean, I don't want me to absorb that much alcohol. I'm not sure there's a whole lot of absorbing going on. It's It comes out pretty quick. But the point is, what it really is more like, and, and just to be as blunt as I can be, um, I have poured champagne into Annie's ass. It, she poured it back out into a champagne glass, and I drank it. And I did that with a beer one time, too. It was both of them were um, very uh, pleasing to me. I mean, we like did enemas and cleaned out. I mean, we right. did a shower and I mean, like a yeah. we did real enemas first yeah. to make sure that uh, 
there weren't going to be any floaties in right. my in my champagne. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he enjoyed it. She tolerated it. I tolerated it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hurt me. It's just, it's a, yeah, it was more of a, of a thing that he wanted to do, and I didn't mind that he wanted to do it. I probably wouldn't want to do it all that often because I'm not, like, specifically gaining a lot of just sexual gratification. The big thing is that I'm, you know, giving that kind of as a gift. That's, that's, that's where we are at special occasions and birthdays. <laughs> you want to drink champagne in my ass? Okay. Since it's your birthday, I guess you will. Uh, you know, I'll take that over the, <laughs> the annual blowjob. So, right. uh, but it, it's, it, you have to be cognizant of, of, uh, of the things that for, for new experiences like that, you know, with champagne, this is a very carbonated substance. It is, you know, even if it's room temperature and not cold, it's going to feel cold. That's true. That's and, cool. and, and startling. Yeah. Because it's that's, a, yeah, you're it's not. It's a weird feeling. Definitely a weird feeling. Um, I was not, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but uh, her level of, um, weirdness how weird it felt <laughs> i was not prepared for but yeah um it was a weird feeling but it was it was really hot and uh i'm glad you liked it yeah i wish the beer had been selected better i picked a, a new beer that i'd never oh, had before right. and, you didn't like the beer. and i really thought it was going to be awesome right. and it was i forgot about that yeah it was it was not awesome yeah. and that, that made me sad but that was you know if that's the downside of that experience, you're doing pretty well. So, um, but sort of, well, I guess into back up, and we talked about doing this, but it sort of plays into the speculum play in that that's how I administered these. This was not, I didn't stick a bottle in there. There was no, you know, I didn't put the liquid into an, an actual enema bottle. It was using a speculum to hold her open while I poured it manually in. Um, that was its own bit of fun. But um, if you're looking at the, the things that you'll see on uh, Pornhub, that is not how they would do that because they're professionals and we are not. <laughs> so, um, so just FYI there, if you're... If, if that's your jam, uh, one, no shame here, but um, there is there is a better way to do it that is not so forceful, I suppose. And that, or at least that's what I think. Um, but sort of along those lines, the, the, the next topic is ass to mouth, which is one of my absolute fucking favorite things ever. <laughs> also something that's like less... It's also something on a more special occasion, simply because I'm not comfortable with it. We said that earlier, unless it it unless I know that I'm completely clean and and I've had an enema administered, um, or he uh, if he were able to wash off, which again kind of takes away from the spontaneity of doing it. So other than like maybe in a drunken moment where I just did it, uh, most of the time it's it's like 
I need to, if we're planning that, then I want to make sure I've had an enema and enemas are not my favorite thing just because it just cramps your stomach and you just, you know, don't feel very good for those 10 or 15 minutes. And so again, that's opposite of foreplay. When you're trying to get into the mood, it detracts from the mood. So um, personally, I don't know that they're that uncomfortable for everybody. Maybe not, but I feel like I'm having like bad period cramps. Um, during that. So that's not really, you know, where my brain is then, but we have done it a few times and it's awesome. Um, it, it's, it's just one of my kinks, um, that I didn't really know that I had and sort of, you know, at least when I was younger, I mean, hell, I, I guess when I was really younger, it was like, whoops, 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 wrong orifice. You're not even thinking about, um, you know, the things you, where you, where you go from there. Um, but it's something that developed along the way. I really don't know when, but it is, it is one of my top three kinks, um, that I absolutely am a fan of. So the, the challenge is, as, as Annie described, the balancing act between the, the prep, the uncomfortable prep that has to be done to make it, you know, sanitary and, or at least <laughs> more sanitary. I mean, it's, you're not, you're not getting any sterility here. There's a lot of psychological stuff. I mean, thinking when I make sure that you feel like you're, you're clean, but, but I, th- I think that the key to any of that is um, preparation and consent and so not just like throw it out there and say, hey, on the Saturday, do you think you're ready for ass to mouth? It's more of like in an upcoming play session, you know, how soon would you be ready to do this again? Or just kind of getting a, a frame of you're never doing this again or, oh, give me a couple more months to recover from the last time. And and maybe this will happen again. Uh, but keeping that communication open, open about it and not definitely not making it like a, a last minute thing. Right. Unless it's completely spontaneous, which every once in a while it is. But yeah, I mean, the last time Annie told me to take note of precisely how much wine was out of the bottle, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. that was that was the that was the uh, uh, the prime zone right there. Whatever whatever that was, that was that was a strike zone. So, um, but th- that's it's fantastic. It's from the everything that I've read, and you know, because we have had these discussions um we've done a lot of research on you know is it safe and the consensus is that uh at least as between again and this is why we're doing this this podcast in part it's because we're a committed monogamous couple a lot of the discussion was about disease transmission to a third party um for if you're if it's just the two of you and I think one of the articles I read was unless there's dirt on the flagpole, like you're good. Right. And our, and our discussions on in any of these topics are never going to be um, in terms of uh, any kind of STDs or anything like that, or taking safety measures um, with that, because we are, again, are a monogamous couple. So everything is always geared towards. I'm not worried about if she was going to pick up a disease from me, she would have done it already, um, but I'm not getting any more. So, um, I mean, I didn't have any to begin with, to be clear. I was going to 
yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> but uh, but but certainly there's no, you know, we are now that we're in COVID times. I guess we we're in our own sexual bubble, right? Um, and there's there's nothing else we coming into the bubble, bored. so right. We just want to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and the last topic I guess is probably related to all of us is compromising. Oh yeah, yeah. it kind of goes with everything. I mean, just talking about it, but yeah. Um, we definitely do some compromising uh, in the area. I mean, I think that Mr. A obviously has a lot more ideas about um, what he wants um, when we're doing anal play. And uh, I let him take the lead on almost all of that. And then uh, then it usually becomes a matter of compromise. He'll have something really what I would think of as outrageous that he wants me to do. And then uh, we kind of start talking about it and, and perhaps making compromises from there. But I think that, you know, we, we both, I mean, making the compromise is also, you know, and sometimes agreeing to try it, agreeing to like, well, let's try it once and see how that goes. Uh, and, and, and if, you know, I absolutely hate it or, you know, I might say never again. Um, but trying to meet, your partner halfway on some of that being open-minded and um, cause you know, you know, there are definitely other things that I have been questionable on, but then when we've tried it, I've, you know, really liked it. And um, you have to kind of sometimes get over, I don't know if it's like a fear for me in the anal area, it, everything boils down to one safety and two cleanliness. But like the last thing I want is to end up in the ER with some sort of anal injury because we've tried something really stupid and then that would be really embarrassing and also the healing of it would be horrible. Um, so I try and stay away from anything that would that I think would cause like an actual injury, which is why the speculums worry me because that pinching was not good and I just I would hate to that to be have some tear in the area and then have that to be a big ordeal. Uh, so that's, that's, you know, my thing isn't even on like the sexuality of it. It's on, am I going to stay safe and am I going to stay clean? Please, if, if you don't like this, uh, let us know. If you do like this, also let us know. It's admin at dot com. Uh, that's our email. You can also find us at Annie and Mr. A on uh, Instagram or Annie Goodman on Facebook for those of you who are over 40. So, uh, that's where we are. You can locate us there. Let us know what, what's up. If you have any thoughts, we will take them into consideration or we won't let us know. Take care. Bye guys. <laughs>